Welcome to Hallie HealthCast, the monthly wellness podcast from Hallie Health, your source for health and wellness resources, information, and tips. Every month, we'll address a new topic important to your health, bringing in expert doctors, therapists, and specialists who offer advice and answer your most pressing questions. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so this month we want to spread awareness about this all-too-common disease. I'm Aileen Ellis, and here with us today is Dr. Maria Gross-Pertecamp. Dr. Pertecamp is an expert on breast cancer and gynecologic malignancies at the Mills Breast Cancer Institute, part of the Carl Cancer Center in Urbana, Illinois. So let's jump right in. We'll walk the listener through five things every woman should know about breast cancer, starting with number one, mammograms save lives because they can provide a non-invasive look at the breast long before a woman might detect a problem. So I'm wondering if you could elaborate on that. Yeah, thank you. So I think this is a very important question for the general population. All the women should go for a mammogram like once a year to make sure we find a breast cancer early. So Very often when we do mammograms, we find a lesion which the patient is not aware of, so it comes out of the blue. That means until the patient really would be aware of the breast cancer when it's coming through the skin or is palpable, then it's a little bit more advanced. So the reason why we do mammograms and routinely recommend preventative mammograms is that we find it early so that we can cure the cancer before it's bigger or maybe already has spread So we can save a lot of lives by finding breast cancer early on. That's the time when actually we cannot find the the breast cancer by feeding our breasts or checking our lymph nodes. That's the time when we really want to know is there a breast cancer already developing so that we can get rid of it. And what about what age should we start a mammogram routine and how often should we have one? So there's uh, different uh, recommendations. We at Carl recommend starting breast mammograms at age 40, and uh, we should do them like once a year. And uh, that's our recommendation. We feel strongly that with that screening method, we really find breast cancer early on and can make a difference in the outcome for the patients. So let's move on to one of the other important questions, number two. Certain women have a higher risk of breast cancer than others, and what kind of different risk factors should we be aware of? So there are some risk factors which are inherited. So some patients have genetic mutations and they are more likely to have breast cancer to develop during their lifetime. So it is very important that patients are aware of what is going on in their family. So when we talk about our family members, we should find out if anybody had breast cancer or any other kind of cancer. Sometimes it's a gene which covers several malignancies. So it would be good to know that if anybody in the family had breast cancer or ovarian cancer, uh, these are the most common ones um, which are in families. And then uh, we can actually recommend genetic testing to find that risk factor out. Then another risk factor is just our lifestyle. We know that uh, lack of exercise and overweight are risk factors for breast cancer. So these are like uh, modifiable risk factors. Then we also know in uh, clinical research, we have found out that patients who went through menopause, that some patients had taken, it's called hormone replacement therapy, and this kind of therapy also increases the risk for breast cancer. So it is important to understand what the risk factors are and how we can modify it. What about dense breasts? 
dense breast. Uh, that's correct. Uh, that's uh, coming up recently that dense breast is a risk factor as well. And uh, so when we go for a mammogram, the radiologist reads the mammogram and uh, will let the provider know that the patient has a dense breast. And taking all these risk factors together, one can calculate what is the risk for the individual patient. And uh, so we at CAL, we have a high-risk breast cancer clinic where we can screen the normal women and see what is their risk, their individual risk for breast cancer and uh, come up with a number and uh, tell them what can they do to help to reduce their risk and what can we help from our side as providers to inform them um, their likelihood to have breast cancer. We have a genetic counselor as well who looks into family histories and uh, help patients to understand what their risk in regards of their genes. Yes. So let's move on to important question number three, our topic, and that is that certain warning signs can help you catch breast cancer early. And I'm wondering if you could please run down some of the signs we should be aware of. So the most common signs that a patient thinks that she might have breast cancer is that they feel a lump in their breast. So if a woman finds a lump in their breast, they should definitely have that evaluated. It's not so common to have a lump in the breast for other reasons, and I think every provider would be happy to check out if there is a problem. Sometimes it's a lump underneath the armpit, in the axilla, we call it, and uh, this would be also something to go ahead and see your provider. Only when cancer has spread, then uh, patients get more, we call it systemic signs, like they have weight loss or they just don't feel right. These are signs which we hope that uh, patients make their primary care physician aware that there's a problem by uh, checking out their breasts uh, regularly, doing like breast examinations once a month, by themselves and see if there's a lump in there and if there is any concern. And sometimes it is that the nipple is changing in regards of it's, it's not like the other side, it's retracted, it might be bloody or there might be some discharge. So these are signs which women should be aware of to seek medical attention. So number four, mammograms are a safe and a covered benefit, and I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about how they're usually covered by insurance. Yeah, so uh, mammograms uh, are uh, recommended by many guidelines and by the National Cancer Institute, American Cancer Society. Everybody recommends them, and the insurance have caught up with that. So the insurances generally uh, cover breast mammograms. I cannot speak for every insurance, but most insurance cover that. And I would check with your insurance and make sure they cover that. And there are programs for patients who don't have insurances, which might pick up the cost as well. So we recommend for every patient who is interested having a mammogram to check that with their insurance as well as with resources which are available for even patients who might not have an insurance. How safe they are. So we are using the minimal amount of radiation for mammograms and the mammograms are very safe. The amount of radiation is very small. So the harm with a mammogram is so minimal compared to the benefit we see preventing many women from having breast cancer, dealing with that when it's more advanced. And finally, number five, breast cancer is beatable, which is such good news. What are the current survival rates? So we have very different kind of breast cancers. So we have more aggressive breast cancer and less aggressive uh, breast cancers. 
But because we have the mammogram, even the more aggressive breast cancers, when we find them very early, most of them are cured. So the uh, likelihood that the cancer spreads and uh, goes to other organs is uh, small. So the really important point for uh, all the women uh, in our community is go for the mammogram. So even if it's a more aggressive breast cancer, when we find it early, it is curable and uh, should be taken care of. Um, So when it has already spread, unfortunately, then we can still help the patients to get in a remission, but we most of the time will not be able to get rid of it. And so really the importance um, for all the women in the community is to go for the mammograms so that we find the cancer in a curable stage and uh, can help them out. And that terrible shock when you do find out that you have it, whatever stage you're at, really can be emotionally awful. I mean, can you go over a little bit the other kinds of mental support and resources that you have available for patients? Yeah, I think this is a very important point uh, you just brought up. Many women, uh, even if it is a small cancer, it's unexpected. It's a new diagnosis in uh, very often in middle-aged or young women who feel totally well and come uh, with a mammogram which shows a a lump or a new breast cancer. And uh, we have a lot of support in our breast cancer institutes. We have social workers who help to uh, help emotionally to get over uh, the, the immediate kind of reaction. I have a cancer now, what should I do? Breast cancer needs a team effort. So there's always a surgeon, a medical oncologist, radiation oncologist. We have a geneticist. Uh, we have a whole uh, group of supports, uh, like a navigator who helps them through understanding uh, how to proceed and make the right decisions. So there is always a team which helps uh, the patient to understand and overcome like the, the fear with the first hearing that uh, they have breast cancer. And it is really, one should see that, again, when we find it early on, in most of the cases, the cancer is curable. And that's uh, the, the main message. It's a curable disease which we have to find early to help out the best of our patients. So we really are ending this with a sense of optimism and hope and stories that survivors share. Yeah, so there, in general, breast cancer survivors, they, they have very different methods to um, cope with it. So some really like to share it with other uh, women to, uh, to let them know how they went through and how they, other women might be able to prevent going through that by going early for breast cancer uh, screening. And others are rather not so um, outgoing for them. We have like we have support groups where they can uh, come together and do it more in like smaller groups. Patients and women who are interested just to listen in uh, how people do uh, through their breast cancer story and how they how they cope with that and uh, what kind of help we have after they went to all the treatment for the for uh, living without cancer for the rest of their life. Thank you so much. That's such helpful knowledge and advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Perdekamp. Uh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. Thank you. And thanks for all that you do at the Carl Cancer Center and its Mills Breast Cancer Institute. Dr. Maria Gross Perdekamp is an expert on breast cancer and gynecologic malignancies at the Mills Breast Cancer Institute 
part of the Carl Cancer Center in Urbana, Illinois. I'm Aileen Ellis. That concludes today's Halley HealthCast. Tune in next month when we talk about five tips to help you and your loved one manage your diabetes at home. And remember, Halley Health is your source for a wide variety of health and wellness resources, information, and tips. Visit us online at halley.com. Let us help keep you and your family healthy and well. Thanks for listening. We hope you tune in next month.